Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I'm Casey. And I'm Anjali. And today we're going to talk about Anjali's, Anjali's dysfunctional ACL. So I tore my ACL on January 6th, which was the same day as the riot on the Capitol. So it was a terrible day. <laughs> Do you want to talk about how it happened? Yeah, so I was on our school ski team, and it was my first time going down a slalom course, which is like the course with the red and blue gates that you have to um, take turns around. And I think I made it 30% of the way through the course, and then I fell, and it hurt. (laughs) So after you fell, were you able to, like, walk properly, like, and go on the bus and do, like, or did you, like, stop skiing right after that? Um, After I fell, I couldn't really get up because it didn't look like a hard fall, but it, it was a hard fall. So I was able to ski to the bottom of the mountain, and my coach asked me if I wanted to go again. I was like, absolutely not, because it hurt so badly. And I was able to walk, but I was limping a lot, and it hurt. So what happened, like, after you came back from the practice? After I came back, oh, I, I got home, and like it was it was pretty swollen it wasn't that swollen I didn't think anything was wrong with it because I was still able to walk I figured that if something actually bad happened I wouldn't be able to walk at all my parents also thought I was fine and I just kind of thought that um once I slept and everything it would be fine the next day but I was so wrong because that night I remember I woke up at 3 a.m writhing in pain Oh, my God. Yeah. And then you went to the doctors, right? Yeah, I went to the doctor the next day because um, when I woke up the next morning, my dad said that my knee was the size of a softball. Oh, my God. Yeah, super, super swollen. Um, And I got to the doctor. They took my x-rays and everything. And the doctor never told me that he thought my ACL was torn. But he did tell my parents that. So I thought everything was fine when I left the doctor, when I left the doctor's office, but clearly it wasn't. Yeah. And then a couple of days later, I got an MRI. It was actually really cool because it's like this huge white machine that you go into. And I think the way it works is that they send really high radiation waves through your leg and later that night I was able to see the MRI and like the different layers of my leg it was pretty cool yeah didn't we learn about that in like chem or something with the like electromagnetic stuff yeah and then what happened after you got the MRI um, I think in the week after, I went back to the doctor's office, and they told me to start going to physical therapy. So I did a lot of physical therapy before the surgery, just so I could bend my leg fully, straighten my leg fully, and so my leg could be stronger coming into the surgery. 
And then do you want to, like, explain what happened, like, right before the surgery and, like, what things you had to do to get prepared? Yeah, so, like, the week leading up to the surgery was really hard because I was stressed. I had a bunch of testing quizzes, and I think my I think my high level of stress kind of impacted how we did on those testing quizzes. <laughs> um, so the day right before the surgery, I had my last meal because you can't eat or drink the day of your surgery. And I got there at 6.30 in the morning. They had me change into like a gown and a robe and these socks and a hairnet. They showed me how to use the crutches in the hospital. And then they showed me to my bed and I met with the the doctor who was an anesthesiologist who was going to be the one um, giving me the nerve blocks and putting me under anesthesia. And they had to inject two places in my legs for the nerve block. And what the nerve block did was completely make me lose feeling and control of my, of the bottom half of my leg. So like for the next I want to say 24 hours. I couldn't move my leg at all. I couldn't feel oh anything. God. And there were times where my leg was touching the ground and I didn't even know. It was really strange. So in the actual surgery, they took a part of my hamstring tendon and they made it into a graft. And this graft was going to be my new ACL. So they used cameras in every, in every single part of the surgery to see what they were doing in my knee. And they took out my old ACL. They had to drill holes into my leg, into not into my leg, but into my bones. And then they had to attach oh, yeah. the hamstring graft into those holes. So it was like anchored in there. Um, and they also gave me this thing called an immobilizer that was pretty much that pretty much covered my entire leg and it made it so I couldn't bend my knee at all. Oh yeah, I think I've like seen them in like documentaries. Yeah, it's super uncomfortable. Did your like hamstring feel any different? Yeah, right after the surgery, um, when I was going to the bathroom, because, you know, they're, like, pumping you full of fluids during the surgery with the IV. I, when I was going to the bathroom, my, I remember my hamstring hurt pretty badly. It felt like it was being stretched really far. And I was, it was, it was so loud and I was so delirious <laughs> that I literally let out verbal <laughs> signs of pain. <laughs> Like grunts, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, but now it, my hamstring feels fine. That's good. Mm-hmm. And then after the surgery, what happened? So when I woke up from the anesthesia, I woke up crying and the nurse told me that I was talking about my room. And oh, the nurse told me that it's usual and normal for teenage girls to wake up crying 
And she said for boys, it's normal for them to move around in their bed and curse and try to punch things. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I was really tired after my surgery and kind of delirious. My parents came in. I could not stop crying. They gave me an ice puff because I was so dehydrated. And Oh, an ice puff. Yeah. <laughs> And let me tell you how much respect I have for these nurses. They, they got me onto this weird contraption um, right after my surgery so I could go to the bathroom. They took me to the bathroom and one of the nurses stayed with me in the bathroom to help me because I couldn't do anything. Like, that's amazing <laughs> for someone to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I have so much They do so much hard work. Yeah, it's hard. And I think I was in the hospital for a couple more hours after the surgery, and then I was able to go. And then when you went back home, were there, like, certain restrictions? Um, or, like, what did you have to do? So I wasn't allowed to put any weight on my leg um, right after the surgery. I had to use my crutches. I also had to use this ice machine thing that circulated cold water around my knee. And every day after the surgery, I had to use this thing called the constant passive motion machine or CPM machine that just bent my leg up and down for two hours, two times a day. <laughs> so it was a lot of time in the CPM machine. And the first few days, being home in general just really sucked because I couldn't do anything. I needed to help my mom stop going to the bathroom, changing my clothes. I couldn't get up the stairs really on the first day. And I think that, I don't know if you heard heard of this, Casey, but there is this um, thing that your brain does with bad experiences. It kind of makes them seem better than they were or like you just completely forget about them in your brain. Um, so I kind of think that those days were so bad, I, I'm not really remembering how hard it was on me. Oh my God. Oh, also the first night I was literally delirious. <laughs> and oh I just couldn't manage my emotions and I was just unfiltered and yeah. So now it's been like, it's been like two weeks, over two weeks. Yeah, almost three weeks. So what have you done, like, since then, like, since getting the surgery? Um, I saw the doctor twice, and they took my stitches out. They gave me a new brace, so I'm not in the mobilizer anymore. I also can walk now. I don't need to use the stupid crutches. I really despise the crutches. Um... I'm able to bend my leg now to, I think, 130 degrees, and I, my leg can straighten finally. Um, but the one thing I will say is that I don't, I don't have any muscle in my leg anymore. And if you look at my legs, you'll see, and it's easy to see that they're two different sizes <laughs> because of how much. Oh, really? Yeah, because of how much muscle I lost. 
And then for physical therapy, do you like, how do you like work on it? Or like, what do you do? Um, I think the coolest thing that we do is this thing called STEM. And it's basically these two electro, I think they're called electrodes. Um, they're like two pads that that stick to your skin and they pass an electric current through your muscles to stimulate them. And I've been doing a lot of that because I can't really use my legs, use that leg um, in ways that will get, get it to be more strong for now. We also started doing lunges and squats and stuff like that. I think it's amazing how you can walk and it's only been like, it's barely even been a month. It's not even a month. And you literally had surgery and you got like a piece of your hamstring removed and you can walk. (laughs) Yeah, it's really cool. And I'm not even limping, it's an actual walk. Oh, they also had to teach me how to walk (laughs) because they had to teach me, like you have to go heel toe when you put your foot down and then you have to go take your heel off the ground first and push off and then bend your knee. So it was kind of hard to learn how to walk again, but now I'm now I'm a pro. <laughs> so what do you think that the future would look is gonna look like? Well, the next few months are I'm just going to be in a brace for the next few months. And I think in eight months, I'll be able to play tennis and dance and do whatever I want again. And the goal of physical therapy is basically to gain 90 per to have 90% of the muscle that I have in my right leg and my left leg. And my left leg is the leg that I tore my ACL in. Yeah. And yeah, that's pretty much it. So if I got I got my surgery in February, so I think by October I'll be in pretty good shape. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, one more thing I wanted to mention is that the surgery is just really hard for for any athlete that tears their ACL or or has another surgery. It's really hard mentally because you can't do anything and. You can't go anywhere. And also, I get tired by 8 o'clock, and I have to be sleeping by 9 or 10 o'clock. So it is, like, really, really bad right after the surgery, but it gets much easier as the weeks go on. And when you walk, you will be much happier. That's a good note to end on. Yeah, that's my inspirational message. Yeah. <laughs> hi everyone this is Anjali editing before the episode ends there are a couple more things i would like to add about my experience immediately after the surgery mostly because i know that going into the surgery i was most nervous for what my pain was going to be after the surgery and one thing that i can say is that i'm very fortunate to have not experienced much pain right after the surgery i would say that on a scale of one to ten my highest pain level was a four and i think this is attributed to the local anesthesia that they gave me in the hospital 
Uh, basically, what they did was give me a fanny pack that held this ball of anesthesia, and through a catheter, it went into my leg and just numbed the area of operation. I This definitely helped a lot. I think without it, my pain level would have been much higher. And the only thing that I was using in addition to this um, anesthesia was pain medications. I only took like two and a half tablets of those, though, and that was only on the first two days, maybe. So if you are about to have ACL surgery, I would say, yes, obviously, be prepared for some level of pain. They may or may not give you the same local anesthesia that I got, but also look forward to having your ligament fixed. Look forward to having a functional leg again because even though immediately after the surgery you're going to be in crutches, the next few weeks, for me at least, have gone by really fast. I have progressed so much. I went from going from going to a 30 degree flexion in my leg to now 130 degree flexion in my leg in just, um, what is this now, 20 days. So the progress will happen really fast if you put the work into it. Stay positive. I know it's hard. There were definitely times I was feeling down, but it's going to get better. And yeah, there's many resources in the, on the internet that will help you as well. So I wish you the best of luck if you are also going to be receiving the ACL reconstruction or meniscus or any other ligament. Good luck. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure to follow our Instagram at don't click on this podcast and DM us or contact us if you have any requests. And you can also follow us on our Black Lives Matter account. And if you want to be a volunteer for that account, you can fill out a link that is in our bio and will also be in this description. So Thanks for listening, and if you also tore ACL or anything else, I promise you it will get better. Bye.